Well, hello there, kids, and welcome to another episode. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I'm your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is, is my spooky, spooky gay family. family. Well, hello there, Sam Baxter. Hello, Pissy Miles. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Well, <laughs> it's been quite a day. Uh, I was about to say, do you want to talk about your day? I don't. <laughs> honestly, no. <laughs> I've had a very crazy day. Uh, it is. We are recording this on a Sunday, and normally on Sundays, I have brunch at one of my favorite places, Feathers in River Edge, New Jersey. It's like... One of my favorite bars that I work at, I love, love, love the people over at Feathers. And I was on my way there today, and of course, my car stalled on the highway and died. (laughs) (laughs) Which was not fun, and I had to have it towed. And it's Sunday, so the garages weren't open. (laughs) So it, it was just like a very trying day. Everything was a bit crazy. But uh, I'm here now, and I'm still alive and kicking and trying to get through it. How was your day? It was fine. I didn't really do anything today. So, you know, I came over here. You didn't, like, before you came over, you didn't, like, play video games or do any writing or... Not really. (laughs) I I woke up, I stared into the abyss, and then I came over. What are you expecting? It's my normal Sunday. Why are you judging? (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you are here. Uh, It it has been quite a day, and it's been quite a week, honestly. It's been very stressful and uh, just a lot going on. This week was a lot. I I feel like I've been, like, getting pulled in 600 different directions and... (laughs) I, I just am like ready for a nap, but I don't uh, I I don't have any time to take a nap. That, that's how I feel. On the <laughs> other hand, by the time this comes out, it will be January twenty first. It will be, and we Which will be in a new era. We will be in a new administration, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, like Washington D.C. wasn't lit a fire yesterday. <laughs> yeah, God willing. Like, um, who knows? We could be coming to you from like the past. <laughs> so whatever terrible thing hasn't happened yet, um, I I don't. Oh, I I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, I'm not jinxing this shit. Let's just just say I'm hopeful that this week will be... uh, Uneventful. uh, Uneventful. Exactly. As uneventful as it can be. I actually, I'm very excited because this week I have a couple of shows. Uh, On Wednesday, I'm going to be at Headroom in Jersey City. I think I've talked about that one before Mm -hmm. here. Uh, It's a really, really wonderful new bar in downtown Jersey City. And I love it there. It's so much fun. Such a fun little bar. So I'm there bi-weekly. You guys can catch me there every other week. So come on out and, and see the show. It really is a lot of fun. Such It's such a cool space. And like, it's it's so like 
fun and and diverse and there's so many like cool people that work there and cool people who come to the shows and like i've just i've had nothing but wonderful experiences there so far and so i just i just i i have nothing but good things to say i'm very excited for for the show on wednesday and when this comes out on Thursday, <laughs> I will not yet have done my other show that I'm doing this week. I'm going to be uh, at Troop 429 in Norwalk, Connecticut, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> it's somewhere in Connecticut. It says, uh, that, that, doesn't that sound like the beginning of a sci-fi movie? It's like somewhere, somewhere in, in Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> Very white sci-fi movie. Yeah, a very white sci-fi movie. It's when you get uh, invaded by I don't know dust bunnies. What do what do they get invaded by in Connecticut? Um, yeah. So I'm I will be doing two shows on Saturday. That's at four p.m. and seven p.m. You can make reservations by going to uh, troop429.com. I believe is the website. I'll post it. I'll post it in in our stories and stuff. But you can check my personal social media, Pissy Miles. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm posting links all week. Uh, and it's a really, really fun bar. They have a lot of really cool queens come through there, and uh, I'm joining the lineup now. So <laughs> I'm very excited to be going. I have to tell you, I uh, I listened to Justin Long's podcast. You know who Justin yeah. Long is. He was, uh, for those of you who don't, he was Derry in Jeepers Creepers. And obviously has been in a lot more movies he was in uh dodgeball mm-hmm. and uh uh accepted was another big one he's been in a bunch of movies and i i love justin long i think he's really funny and i've been listening to his podcast and apparently he and his brother christian who also produces the podcast with him and, and uh, like appears on it um they are quarantining in fairfield Connecticut, I guess, is where they grew up. Or, like, somewhere around there. I shouldn't, like, blow up their spot and be like, this is exactly where they are. Not that I know. (laughs) But there was a part of me that, like, wanted to reach out to him and be like, hey, if you like drag shows, come to Troop 429 on Saturday. (laughs) And then I'm like, I just want to be like, come come be a guest on our podcast. (laughs) Talk about Jeepers Creepers. Uh, So if you are following Justin Long on, on social media, what I'm really trying to say is, Please send him lots of messages and say you want to see him on my spooky gay family. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun if we could do a watch along with Justin Long of Jeepers Creepers? I that think would he would hate it. I don't I think, think he would ever do I, it. I think that that would be a lot. Yeah, I think a watch along is probably too much. But we could probably we could probably somehow get him to do like a 10 minute interview. Right? Yeah, maybe. Spam him. Get him. Don't. <laughs> Go get him, kids. I'm kidding. Do not do not be rude or do not vicious to him. Brigade Justin. Yeah, Long. don't don't attack him. But very kindly and respectfully uh let him know that you would love to hear him on this podcast because we would love to talk to him. Um and speaking of talking to wonderful people. Oh, before I get and that was such a good segue too. I was <laughs> I was so proud of myself and I I fucked up. Um <laughs> Before I get into that, first of all, we want to say a very, very happy birthday to one of yes. our listeners. By the time this comes out, his birthday will be long gone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the day we are recording this, it is uh, one of our listeners, Cameron's birthday. He is turning 21 today. And happy 21st birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Cameron. Could you imagine turning 21 in quarantine? That would be <laughs> fucking terrible. 
I don't even know. Like, 2021 wasn't that big a deal for me, to be perfectly honest with you. It wasn't, like, a huge deal, but, like, the idea of being able to go out and, like, legally buy a drink and go to a bar, especially if you're a queer person, you can finally, like, go to a drag show. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I feel bad that it's happening kind of in the midst of all this, but it is still very exciting, and we wish you a very, very happy birthday, Cameron. Um... And now I'm going to pick up right where I left off and go with my wonderful segue. <laughs> Speaking of talking to people, <laughs> we have a really fun episode for you guys today. We have a very special guest uh, who is coming on the podcast to chat with us. An old friend of mine. And uh, the more I say that, the the truer it gets. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm, I feel so old. But uh, I have known this person for the better part of a decade and uh i've known her husband for probably about a decade which is crazy to me um and i i love her so much we are very excited to be chatting with RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10's Dusty Ray Bottoms is coming on the podcast with us today to share some spooky stories all the way from the midwest uh are you excited to chat with Dusty Ray Bottoms? I am very excited to chat with Dusty. Well, then let's not put it off anymore. Let's get Dusty in here. All right, here we go. Hold on, kids. She's coming. Well, hello, Dusty Ray Bottoms. Hi, Fissy Miles. <laughs> How are you, darling? I'm great. It's so good to be with you tonight. Hi, Sam. Thank you for having me. Hi. It's it's like almost surreal because I feel I, it honestly has to be. I mean, obviously, it's over a year since I've seen you. It's probably mm-hmm. closer to two because you guys have been so crazy and busy and doing so many yeah. amazing things. We, uh, God, this pandemic has really thrown everyone for a real, real loop. Um, I'm currently outside of Louisville, Kentucky and Southern Indiana. Um, we, uh, moved from New York. We got married and moved from New York mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's real different. We're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to come back to New York for sure, but we're going to have our place here. Um, we found we got very, very, very lucky. This all happened so quick. You wouldn't even believe. Um, I'm literally uh, crazy, crazy. The pandemic happened. No one's working. Mark and I were not working. Unemployment wouldn't even cover our rent. Oh and God. our lease was up. So we were like, we got <laughs> to we gotta go. So um, – we were looking, 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 and we couldn't really find anything that we wanted. And we wanted to be in Astoria. Um, so we moved in with his mom and dad in Long Island and Merrick. <laughs> I oh, love that you even boy. said Long Island. You used, you used the native Island. accent. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're in the family now, you know? I know. How, and so how did you end up in uh, outside of Louisville? You were literally in the backyard one day and my mom and dad sent me a text message and they were like, they sent me a video of this house and they were like, we were going down the road and we just, we saw the lady putting the for rent sign in the front yard. So we stopped and we talked to her and we looked at the house and we were like, she said, you have first pick if you want it. So she's just waiting. The for rent side's not in the front yard anymore and let us wow. know. So I looked at the videos and Mark looked them over. Uh, I talked to the landlord and then we had 24 hours to make our decision. And we were just like, you know what? Maybe this is the universe's way of just telling (laughs) us to 
just try it and go. So the next morning we called her and was like, well, come, we'll take it. <laughs> but it's like, uh, it's an old, 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 old two-bedroom farmhouse uh, on four acres with a lake, a three-car garage, oh my God. and a separate <laughs> building for my drag. I have, to, I have to I have month. This is like my dream house. I can't <laughs> even tell you. I, right? I David and I have right before the pandemic happened, David and I were both kind of at a place in our careers where like we were finally starting to feel a little bit more like stable. Like I was working all the time. He was uh, he had a great job and so like I had finally like kind of started to like chip away at him and been like, maybe it's almost time to buy a house. And we were like just about there. And then the pandemic happened and it just pulled the rug out from everyone. And I have been trying to convince David to like buy a house in the middle of nowhere near nut, like just like on a lake with like some ducks or like a a pond, like fuck the lake. I'll take a pond. Just a little water. <laughs> Just a little water. Some something where like a girl, a girl, a female ghost can crawl out of at night and and come and haunt me. And I was like, I just want like a little farmhouse with maybe like a couple animals, and that's all. And he's like, and who the fuck is taking care of these animals? <laughs> girl, if you only knew. I, I like. I thought coming out to the country, I, I should have known because I'm from here, and I've only been in New York for ten years. Mm-hmm. But I guess you forget your old ways in ten years. I guess of being accustomed to the fast life but i I came back and i was like you know this is gonna be great wide open spaces country life it's gonna be relaxing we're really gonna be able to like chill no to keep up all this bullshit out here i have four acres i have to cut the grass i have to get all the fucking twigs that fall out of the trees (laughs) it's windy outside the neighbors are crazy about leaves you know how many leaves i have to rake it is insane like i'm just like busy i'm literally outside chopping shit for my, I'm like chopping trees for my mom and dad. They live a mile down the road. I'm like always on call for them. It's like, <laughs> that was it really is. what your mom's motivation was. She was like, oh, there's a house down the street. And by the way, this tree in our front lawn is dead. Can you chop it down? Right. And then I had to have the conversation with them. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know that we're getting close. I know that we're like, you know, we're working on things. But like, let's not try to make up for 10 years of lost time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> This one that one week at a time, ma'am. Yeah, let's start with some baked ziti and then we'll get to chores in the yard. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't you have siblings? You have siblings, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I have a sister. She lives uh, in Louisville as well. And it's been great because I've been able to go out and see my niece and nephews. Mm-hmm. They're so adorable. And I only get to see them like once a year. Yeah. If that to well, now it's yeah i'm great. sure you keep so busy because you're doing all kinds of wonderful things right now you're working with the uh band conversion therapy in in Kentucky. yes um i'm a, a council member for band conversion therapy kentucky um we're an organization um that is <laughs> literally the name of the organization it's literally <laughs> our mission is to ban conversion therapy in <laughs> kentucky um <laughs> Uh, listen, you have to spell it out for people, you know? I know, especially uh, in Louisville. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way, all Louisville. the people listening. Louisville. I remember the first time you told me how to pronounce Louisville. I was like, aren't you from Louisville? And you were like, no. <laughs> Louisville. If you're a flight attendant. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Louisville. Louisville. Something like it's, that. You literally like don't move any part of your mouth when you say it. It's just no. Louisville. 
It's like I think it probably happened that way because they were like a little buzzed on bourbon and they had a wad <laughs> of like tobacco shoved in their Louisville. That's how oh, I, I love like. that. I love you know That's what? Good my for story for how that happened. <laughs> you put Dusty it. You put it out in the universe. Yeah. Um, well, that's very exciting. Do, and you have you have exciting stuff in the works with with uh, band conversion therapy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if you can go to my website dustyraybottoms.com, there is a button there. Um, it says donate. I think yeah, it says donate. Click on that, and it brings you to bandconversiontherapy.org. Uh, and um, yeah, we need your money. We <laughs> like literally like give us all your money. Please. I know. <laughs> you, like watch our PSAs, read up on it. You can also read up on a lot of conversion therapy stuff on the Trepper Project's website. Um, That's we're amazing. passing legislation in uh, March, March, April, May, May, and um. <clears throat> What's it's, really exciting about this year and this bill that's going up that is the Youth Mental Pro- Health Protection Act. Um, this is the first time ever that we have bipartisan, both parties are backing this bill. Oh, and wow. We have a, that's great. We have a lot of Republicans like that are on board with this. And you it's know like, what? Good for them. Uh, welcome to the right. party, kids. Come <laughs> We've on, been Kentucky, waiting for you. Let's turn it around. <laughs> and um, Mitch McConnell is still sitting there like, mm. <laughs> that mean old turtle turd like this is the worst really the worst um but yeah uh, it's gonna go up and it's gonna pass and this is gonna be the year that it's all done hopefully that's and beautiful then move on to the next date that's very exciting so do you think you're going to uh you're going to kind of use that momentum and, and keep it going into you said into other states right yeah, well, I'm always working with uh, the Trevor Project, mm-hmm. and um, I'm always going out. And like, I just uh, was in Maryland speaking with the uh, Episcopal Church uh, uh, summer camps. Mm-hmm. They all, all the dioceses came together. Yeah, and we talked about conversion therapy, and uh, I got all the the uh, what do you call them? The dioceses? They're not dioceses, are they? The homosexuals. You're, you mean the homosexuals? <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever. You know what it is. It doesn't. Yeah, the diocese. The what? What are they called? I think it is diocese, diocese right? We yeah. can't talk, talk about church shit. We have something. We need spooky stuff. <laughs> that's why I we're here. And you know, know what? See, I'm so gagged that all this time that we've known each other and worked together, we've never talked about spooky stuff. I didn't know you had spooky stories. I because I I Look have always. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a like. I've been through some crazy shit. <laughs> I know you do have some very spooky stuff. I mean, I've heard you and I have spoken about like the the shit that you went through like in your personal life, but I didn't know yeah. that there were like ghosts and shit. Oh yeah. So you grew up in in Louisville. Well, I was born in Louisville, and then we moved right across the river into southern Indiana when I was five. Right, right, right. And you grew so up every- in that area. Right. So I grew up in um, uh, 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 Lane out by Lanesville, Indiana, out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's and my I, favorite spot. In and, and you love it out there. <laughs> my favorite spot, Lanesville. Yeah. I've seen your name written on a couple of truck stops there. So. I'm also dyslexic, so trying to get these things out, just buckle up. Here Girl, we go. We, if you ever met our brother Bob. <laughs> We are very used to dyslexia in this family. <laughs> Great. So you'll you'll piece it all together. So tell um, me about you you grew up in in Indiana 
Yeah, we grew up out, out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I remember my mom and my dad was so excited about buying this property. I can't remember. I, I really wish I could have um, even like Googled some history and accuracy to <laughs> what I've been told. Um, but uh, this property, uh, my dad bought uh, like 200 acres in southern Indiana. Did you have to and- mow that lawn too? <laughs> 200 yes. acres oh my god <laughs> a lot of it was wooded but we did have a lot of fields and we had a brush hog and we would go out and do all the brush hogging and bales of hay and all that a brush hog brush. that's what we call our brother Bob. Brush hog. <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible i'm especially to bob um so, that's insane so you- so th- this property my dad was going to build our house on it, which he did. He built a, our, he put our house there. Like he, uh, with his two, his two hands built your house. It was a mobile home. So don't get oh, crazy. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we dropped the trailer off <laughs> in this 200 acres. Beautiful. Um, and it was, uh, off this road called, I lived on Black Creek road. That was the address. Mm -hmm. And, um, you went, it was like when you went down this road, it was, um, like going down into the back cave. It was like really serene and and the road got really dark because it was like wooded. Mm -hmm. And then you, my driveway was like crazy steep. And then when you got up the hill to the house, it was just like open to Jesus, like fields. (laughs) (laughs) A circle of trees with the house in the middle. It sounds like like a haunting of series episode, doesn't it? Like like a Bly Manor or buckle up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to as any good scary story, there was an old man who lived uh, a couple houses down, a couple farms down, and his name was Mister Cursilius, and his wife had just passed away. And um, I would always ride my bike over there and I would sit with him out on his porch and he'd smoke a cigarette and he'd tell me all about the history of the land and everything. And uh, my mom and dad were close with him and we would spend a lot of time with Mr. Cursilius. He was an old farmer by himself. He was really great. Loved this guy. Um, So come to find out the land that my mom and dad ended up buying uh, was land they got really dirt cheap because no one wanted to buy this land. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> right? Because supposedly back in the day, exactly where my house sat was a plantation house, and everyone like ended up dying in the house. Oh, oh fantastic! Jesus. All right. This is so, this is a lot to take in. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? So like. Imagine this, like this old 89 year old, 90 year old man telling you this about, and you're like seven, six, seven <laughs> years old. You're like, what? I have to sleep here. Like, this is where I live. <clears throat> um, and this crazy. is like, this is the late, let's say like the late nineties, right? This is, I lived in that house, like 95. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So he he had been there since like nineteen hundred. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for That's sure. insane. Mister Cursilius Mr. was Cursilius. old. That's his name. <laughs> um. So like, yeah, crazy shit would happen all the time at that house. 
But um, I remember the thing that like most stuck out. We stayed, we stayed there for like six, seven years maybe before we moved. And the night that we moved was like the craziest night ever. It was the night that every single person that we ever told anything about that house that was there with us and that didn't believe us that was haunted, they <laughs> believed us that night. Uh, <laughs> We were literally loading stuff out of the house onto the trailer to like move it to the new house. And uh, the doorbell was like violently ringing. The lights on the truck were like flashing on and off and the horn was honking. No one's in the truck. And like it sounded like things were run like, you know, like uh, Like if something was like moving through the uh, the leaves in, in the woods and the leaves would come up. It sounded like that going through the woods around the house, like by the Shit. house. Jesus. And like rocks were being thrown at us like while we were moving stuff onto the trailer. And it was just the craziest move ever. You'd and think they'd be we... happy you were leaving. What I the know. Hell? At that point, it's like, we're going. What do you want? <laughs> Maybe they didn't want us to leave. Oh, oh, they were lonely. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like that was like the craziest supernatural experience with like uh, seven people there it sounds like chaos right i would have been like like in the 90s no one has a cell phone to like (laughs) videotape this shit or i know i i I feel like if it had been me i would have just like amityville hard it i would have been like all right everybody in the truck whatever is here is staying we're just going Like, don't you ever feel that? Right. <laughs> don't you feel like, because uh, we had, cra- we talk on the podcast all the time about like the crazy shit that happened in our house growing up, but. Uh, Doesn't hold a candle to that. Really. No, we never had, I mean, <laughs> we never had things thrown at us. We did have things like move and there was some like violent shaking, like the, yeah. the closet in your room. Yeah, but like. You never had rocks thrown at me or anything. No, I never had rocks thrown at me. Did other th- little things like that happen all the time? There were no, not all. But like I would say, like twice, three times a year. That's okay. not all the time. Like no. there, 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 there would be the things that happen that. <laughs> Oh, and you know what's like, I don't, it's just weird. That's the one that most sticks out to me. Yeah. Did anything happen inside the house while you were there? Well, that was the the first time that I started sleeping with, when we moved to that house, I would start shutting the door when I went to bed to sleep because I could not sleep with the door open. Before that house, I always slept with the door open because, um, uh, the bathroom oh the thing that i loved about this house the bathroom was right across the hallway from my bedroom so i would leave both doors open i would turn my bedroom lights off and the bathroom lights on Mm. because that light would come from the bathroom and shine the light into my room and that would be my night light right right yeah well no i would see things walking and breaking the light in between and that's when I was like, no, we're done with this. We have to shut the, the we have to shut the door. We're sleeping. I can't see the that anymore. Oh my god. And in the house you grew up in that house specifically, was was there a lot of like was there a lot of space like were you far from your parents 
in the house. Oh, yeah. I hated it because my dad would always, always, always try to prank on me like right when it was bedtime and we had to go to sleep. So uh, my room was the opposite end of the house, like the complete opposite. And it was a long, skinny house, right? Trailer. Yeah. Um, as soon as I would lay down, he would go, and then <laughs> I would like run straight. Let me try to go to bed. You're just going to start. Right when I lay my head on the pillow. <laughs> and then I can only imagine what he did when he started closing the door. Oh, did no, I don't. I yeah. He was always like a really, 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 really terrible prankster. <laughs> um, I was scared of everything. And he was always like. He would take a toboggan, you know, the like, I, maybe I'm saying this wrong. I call them toboggans. They're like the knitted hats. Yeah. Like roll up. It's he so strange take... because some people like some people say toboggan and they mean a hat. And some okay. people say toboggan and they mean a sled. And you never know which one they mean until they get mad at you for not understanding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank God I, you know that I mean the hat. <clears throat> I did understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He would always take those. And like there was something about do you remember the the were they called putties from uh the Power Rangers and they were like Oh clay, yeah the like clay guys yeah the clay guys I don't like things that are like hollow mouth and hollow eye like that mm. that's like all the same and it's just dented in well he would take those and put them over his head and be hollow like that and like be like standing in corners when I would open doors like that and just like completely freak me out. I know. Or he like, oh like, or he would like turn the lights off on me while I was in the shower and then like oh, do the no. blood curdling scream and then just leave me in the dark like that while I was showering. <laughs> And that's the worst because it's like you immediately freak out, but you know you can't freak out too much because everything is wet. So it's like if you try to move too fast, you're going down and you're going down hard. <laughs> right. But also it's scary as fuck because what's next? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Luckily, our dad was not like our dad wasn't dad wasn't really a prankster. No, he wasn't. He, he was. He was too concerned with, like, the state of the house to really worry about. I know. (laughs) (laughs) If if, if we had been playing pranks on each other, our dad would... Like, if I had put knives all over the floor and, like, a slick patch of oil, my dad would have yelled at me for, like, putting oil on the floor. Not for, like, almost killing one of my siblings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And what's funny is we... Recently, we've been looking at like old family tapes that we found in the attic. And uh, because we've been looking for a specific one from when we were kids. But I thought I, I always had this memory of my dad being like really sweet when we were kids. And he was he was very sweet to us. But it, I see like flashes of my dad now in the videos. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> He'll like every once in a while you'll just hear someone like far away being like bum, bum, bum. and it's like what what like what the hell was that? And it's like <laughs> it's dead. I know. So was it just that one house, the the plantation that you lived on, uh that was really spooky? Uh 
and there was um I only had one instance at another house that we lived in together as a family and uh my paranormal experiences are not that that many I would say I've I've been in four different places and had them and the second one um was with my 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 dad at his house mm-hmm. uh I was a uh like senior in high school <laughs> I believe my dad had a lot of out of town business guests and there were sometimes that they would stay in our guest bedroom for the night no it's not like that guy here i was like here. i was like and is your like, dad a senator <laughs> I don't even remember what my dad was doing when I was a senior. He's a man of many hats. Oh, this sounds specifically toboggans. Uh, Definitely toboggans. (laughs) Please, only a toboggan. Now that's how sick of that be if that was like my my kink now. Like I needed to toboggan and and scare me. You look at Mark every night and you're like, okay, get the toboggan. I don't want to see any face. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to text uh, him when we're done and be like, I'm sending you a, a belated Christmas present. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> um, no, but really, I was with my dad. Uh, my dad had this guy stay over and he ended up staying longer than we wanted. And my dad kept asking him to leave. And, uh, finally this guy ended up staying like a week at our house and like, we were all like so uncomfortable when my dad made him leave one day. So after he left, uh, things started happening in the house that were like so weird. Mm -hmm. And the one, my mom and my dad said they had another instance. I can't remember what that is, but I can remember mine. And I was sitting in the living room watching TV and my dad was sitting far away from me. And my mom was out of the house grocery shopping. And we were both watching TV. And out of nowhere, my mom's uh, uh, workout ball, those big bouncy balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a medicine ball. Like, uh, no, like the big bouncy ones yeah, that you could yeah. use as a gear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's always down in the basement was upstairs rolled around the corner into the living room and stopped (laughs) and my dad and i looked at each other and i was like did you see that and he was like yeah i was like did you do that and he was like no i was like did you do that (laughs) no that's insane so did, Uh, did he just like get up and put the ball away yeah. And then uh, w- my dad had his pastor come over and they like went through the <laughs> house and like prayed for the house and oiled the thresh it holds with like oil. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. Let's <laughs> christen every room. Yeah, it was crazy. Did it stop it after? Weird. And it was brought it on happened, by the. It happened after that, after that guy. And then after he left. It was just like there was just like it was a weird presence left in the house, and that ball rolled, somehow got up a floor of stairs, and rolled into the living room. Maybe it like, was how like did that happened. Maybe it was like an it follows situation, where like 
he came into the house and he was like, your problem now. And then he like <laughs> left. <laughs> oh, God. That's, That's probably what's happened to me. That's crazy. And you never had any crazy experiences in New York City? Uh, one. I one. See, I was going to ask because I obviously have so many friends who live in the city. And I'm like, there must be so many like eerie spooky stories i think i even have spooky stories of things that have happened to me like in friends apartments because so many of those buildings are so old and you used to live in astoria right harlem ha oh harlem yes 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 well yeah. didn't didn't you live in queens before that or did you always live in harlem always in harlem why did i th oh because i know why i thought you lived in i had astoria. a show there yeah because that was how we met and I, I closed I like five bars over there <laughs> I remember because that was how we met. You asked me to come and do your show. I don't remember which bar it was. Uh, it wasn't Albatross. What was the other big one in Astoria? Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. We did a show together. It's not even. It doesn't exist anymore. We closed it. You came and did my. <laughs> we. It was called. Uh, what was that place called? It was called Icon. It was. It was Icon. No, wait. Icon is still a place. Is it? Icon is still a place. Yes, Icon and Albatross. It was not Icon. It was... Sure? Uh, no, it was Fifty Shades of Bleach at... <laughs> that bar. <laughs> I will tell you. I, yeah, because I remember I came and did the show, and that was when... You you had reached out to me and I came to join you and do the show and I had a great time. And when I got there, I walked in and I saw Mark and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, are you here with Dusty? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I, that was how I realized that you two were together because uh, Mark and I had done... <laughs> We had done a show together in the Rochester Fringe Festival, a very esteemed, right. uh, a very famous theater scene in Rochester. <laughs> uh, and it was called Pick Love. And that was how I met him. It feels like that was like a million. That was like 10 years ago. That's fucking nuts. Ugh. Well, that's actually why I had you, because he was like, there's this queen, Pissy Miles. You have to have her at your show. Oh, I had no idea. I thought you had yeah. just like reached out to me. And then when I got there, it was like this big, like serendipitous moment that we all like found each other. <laughs> it was I so strange. No. <laughs> it was all planned. It was all no. planned. There's no magic in the universe. There's no magic. <laughs> Not an ounce. That's so funny. Wait, so what happened to you in, in Harlem? It was uh, my first year in the city, and it was uh, my first Christmas, and I stayed in the city. I didn't go back to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. All the problems, you know? Yeah, yeah. So my roommates, I lived with two other guys, and they went home for Christmas. So I stayed in the apartment by myself. So uh, there was, you know those Ikea shelves that are like square boxes? and yeah. they like, mm -hmm. Well, there was a long, tall one uh, right outside my room, and I had to walk past it to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And on top of the shelf, it was all filled with books. And on top of the shelf my roommate had all of his christmas cards sitting on top of the shelf mm -hmm. well i went to the i went to the bathroom and i was on my way back to my room from the bathroom 
And I look over and the one of the Christmas cards that was on top of the shelf was wedged in between two of the books like hard sticking out to my face. Like I would have to see it. Like there's no way it was, it wasn't there before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just like, it made me run back to the bathroom a little bit. It scared me. <laughs> I, like, I don't blame you. On here on this day, how did this? There's no wind. There's no way that nothing could have done it. I, I just don't understand how it could have happened. One of your roommates must have had like a crazy grinder hookup that just like came back and was like, nobody's here. I'm going to fuck up this Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Or a dead, oh my God, it's a ghost. It's a grinder ghost. A dead ex came back to like fuck with Christmas cards. An XX. An XX. (laughs) Well, the old lady across the uh, hallway told me that a lady had died in the kitchen where the the living room kitchen before we moved in. Did she tell you how? Uh, Like a heart attack or something. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, old age. I was expecting you to be like, yeah, she was like savagely ripped apart and eaten by a school of hammerhead sharks. I was expecting some like grisly murder story. Six floor walk up. <laughs> a six floor walk up with with uh, with hammerhead sharks. See, that would have been my right. worst nightmare. My goodness. It was actually death by greeting card. Death by card. <laughs> she was beheaded by a Christmas card. Paper cut to the throat. <laughs> A paper cut to the throat. Oh my goodness! That I, these are such crazy stories. I, what did you do after, like when you found the Christmas card, you ran back to the bathroom, (laughs) and but then like what did you do? You had to like spend the rest of the night alone in the apartment. Absolutely. And then I, what I did was I grabbed that card and I took it out from the books and I put it back up <laughs> where it goes. You were like, not I'm my like, house. I'm not going right, to look at that. Let's not stay in that way. Was that like, the only experience you ever no, had there? It just, it could not have fallen from the, the top to the first shelf. Like there's no way that could have happened. And then wedged in between those books like that. It's just so nuts. Um, no, and then I went to my room. I shut and locked the door, and I did not leave the room that night. And probably oh peed in bottles and everything. <laughs> Your poor downstairs neighbors, they're like, is it raining? Uh, right. <laughs> that's insane. Nope, just dusty again. <laughs> just, just dusty again. My goodness. So what? Uh, what? What? how are things out in Indianapolis? Are things going well for you? Yeah, things are fine here. I... I didn't even like, I mean, I shouldn't like, and I'll knock on wood. Um, <laughs> I thought moving to this old farmhouse in the hills would be like very creepy. vibrational and creepy. Yeah. But no, I'm like fitting right in here with the, I'm like, call me Lydia Dietz. Because we're... <laughs> that was going to be my next question. I was like, I know you're living in an old farmhouse now. How are things? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I haven't I haven't experienced anything. The only thing that I feel like no, that's it. Nothing. Huh. Does it ever get creepy? Because I'm sure like are you in a really like remote spot? Are you kind of like out of the way? Uh yeah, I'm out of the way. However, I do have neighbors. Mm-hmm. And these neighbors like they're not like close close. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because living in New York City, like no one's like 
paying attention to yeah. everything around them. Like <laughs> no, no one cares what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Here I have 10 neighbors, but they all know everything about me and they know what I'm doing at all times. <laughs> like, They're like, just, how come you used the pink towel this morning, Dusty? <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's extra. Yeah. <laughs> but they also know that um, we're a gay couple and they're not very, no one's come over with cookies to say hello or anything. Uh, and my mom and dad are always like so surprised. Like no one's come over. They're like, we moved here. Everyone brought something over. They're always coming by and checking on things. I was like, yep. Nope. Just <laughs> your neighbors came by and said, hello. They're really awesome. I was like, but well, you know what, mom? I don't want all my neighbors coming over. <laughs> like, I'm like really okay with just Mark and I like doing our thing. I know. Because <laughs> could you imagine if you like moved into an apartment in New York and everyone in the building like lined up to bring you cookies? Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I might be into that. That would be nice. <laughs> You were about to dismiss it, and then you're like, wait a second. (laughs) That's almost like having a hookup in the building. Like, it's just so convenient. It's so nice. Keep it simple. My goodness. Does it get not nice, and then you get awkward when you run into them at the front door all the time. You're like, oh. I know. You're down at the mailbox, and you're you're all of a sudden, like, hiding behind the mailboxes. You're like, oh, shit. You (laughs) moved. Does it get, like... Does it get really dark out there? Because I always imagine kind of in those really uh, like out of the way towns that like there aren't a lot of street lights. There's like a lot of foliage. Yeah, but there is that there aren't a lot of street lights. But like if it's a nice night out, like the night lights itself up like you can. You know what I mean? Like you turn the lights off on your car. You go outside, your lights, your eyes adjust. And like it's not that dark. It's dark, but like the night sky lights it up. You know what I mean? I have no idea what that we're from New Jersey. There's no such <laughs> there are no lights in New Jersey that aren't that are that aren't man made. <laughs> right. Well come on out. We got a best a guest bedroom girl. It's not it's not a storage unit. It's like a real cute little farm bedroom. I would love that. I'm going to convince David to come out to... to uh, Come see the stars. Yeah, we want to come see the stars. And uh, we'll we'll bring you a ghost or two, because you can't have an old farmhouse and not have a ghost. Girl, just... please don't. Please don't. <laughs> just go to a garage sale and find the creepiest looking thing you can as a home warming, housewarming person. Exactly. Like... We're going to go... Have you, have you guys ever been to New Hope in Pennsylvania? No. Oh, it's such a cool little town. I I love 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 New Hope. It's where my like witch shop is that I go all the time. But Where there's there's like uh there's an oddities store there called um uh what the, what the fuck is the name of it? I thought it was gone. No, it's still there, and okay. they just opened. Uh, oh God, why can't I think of the name of that store? Oh, I'm gonna look it up. But the point of the story <laughs> is <laughs> the point of the story is that um. They just not only are they still open, they now have like an entire room of haunted objects. No, yeah. please don't bring that. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want any. I don't want a tic tac. I don't want any the doll. Nothing, please. I'm gonna bring you like a little tribal doll, like Trilogy of Terror. Uh, it's oh. called the Creeper Gallery. Okay. The Creeper Gallery, and it's in New Hope, and it's a really fun little store. It's. If I'm being honest, some of the items are a little pricey for what they are, but it is still a very good store. (laughs) 
and I fully endorse them. Uh, a boutique creepy shop? You're kidding. A it's boutique a creepy crazy. shop. There's, there's, there's so many cool stores there. What's the one on Main Street that I'm thinking of? Uh, Trash and Vaudeville. Uh, okay. Tra- uh, oh no no! Trash and vaudeville is uh, in the city. That's um, what I'm saying. Oh God! Why can't I? Um, I have had the longest day. I can't remember anything. <laughs> oh God! Why can't I? Remember? I- I'll think of it. It doesn't matter. But um, definitely check out the Creeper Gallery if you're, I will. If you're ever in New Hope, Pennsylvania, how long is the drive out to Indiana from New York City? Yeah, like what is it like uh, nine hours? Well, if you're gonna stop, use the bathroom, get something to eat, like fourteen hours. Oh wow! Shit. Do you do it in like one shot? Or one you... shot. <laughs> we usually leave at like four in the morning What's and drive that? all the way through, and we get here around six for that's, dinner time. That's insane. And when you get there, do you just like want to die? Yeah, we eat. <laughs> We're like so happy to be out of the car. It's really not that bad of a drive. Like if you have someone you enjoy talking Mm to, luckily I do, (laughs) who also likes musical theater, we can like do three shows. Yeah, exactly. You just do a couple matinees. Right. And get in today's hits. You can do all the things. Yeah. You're like 106.7. (laughs) (laughs) Dusty, thank you so much for being on with us today. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Of course. Thank you so much for bringing me out of the grave. <laughs> if, uh, now, the only thing I'm going to say is there is uh, there is one little piece of business. If for any reason, especially now that I've been talking about it, some creepy little ghoul happens to pop up in your house, you have to let us know so that we can have you back on to talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's like my I'm I, I know that you don't are want you it. sending are you sending dark sided stuff <laughs> my way? It, it's like that Bob mix where it's like I caught uh, they they sent the virus through the telephone. It's like right. I'm sending you I'm sending you ghosts through the internet. <laughs> you better not. So literally my air just came on by my foot and scared me. Or <laughs> I did that to David today. I had been out. I have uh, a brunch right now at Feathers. And um, <laughs> I, I had been out at brunch. And spoiler alert, I didn't actually make it to brunch because my car died on the side of the highway. But when I got home, David didn't know. And he was vacuuming in the other room. And so I came in and he didn't hear me. And so I walked in and I saw him vacuuming, like not facing the door. And I just like walked up behind him and just like very lightly like, poked him and he lost his mind <laughs> oh my I mean, wouldn't god you? it was one of my favorite things that's ever happened but Dusty, that's so funny i know i love you tell mark that we said hello does mark have spooky stories too i'm sure he does he lives with me he grew up in long island he must have a few um i'll ask him what part of long because the question Mary. becomes Merrick. How far is Merrick from Amityville? Merrick, Long Island. I don't know. Or is it Amityville? Oh no, I've... like it's like fifteen minutes. Is it really? Yeah. I have 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> one one day I was driving home from Fire Island and I realized that I passed Amityville on the way home and I was like, 
I don't have anything to do tonight. I'm just going to swing by. And so I like put it in the GPS and like swung by the house. And you can tell that the people who live there just do not want anyone anywhere near there. <laughs> they like moved a window. They like, yeah. they did some cosmetic stuff to make it look like not the house, but it's totally the house. It's because you drive up onto the street and it's like every house is just like pretty little house, pretty little house, like gorgeous, like on the bay. And then there's this one house that has like, high hedges, a gate, and like ADT stickers on everything. And you're like, oh, I know exactly which house it is. <laughs> I always have Would to you live what... there? Yes, but, well, I'm not sure. I want to say yes, because I don't think that the things that, uh, what, that the Lutzes said happened actually did happen. But I would be... I would be put off by the things that happened before that, like the DeFeo yeah. murders. Um, yeah, because the murders are real, even if the ghost is not. Yeah, the, the murders were real. And so it's like, it's entirely possible that there is like a weird energy there. But I don't think that the stories they told were real. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I've never been inside. I've been outside, but I've never been <laughs> inside. Would you I live there? Wanna, no, I don't want to. <laughs> You're like, I'm happy with no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, abs I just want to sleep at night. I just don't want to have a heart attack in the middle of no. Like, I just want to be good. And I'm good right yeah. now. <laughs> Who just opened the door behind you? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm going to get one. Which I is so stupid because I can see myself right there. Like... <laughs> I'm, you're like, wow, I didn't realize I was uh, recording my dad's podcast tonight. Um, <laughs> Dusty, Thanks, thank Dad. you so much. We love you very dearly, uh, and we want to have you back sometime. So anytime Absolutely, you have please. a spooky story, let us know. I'll play, do some Ouija board tonight, and I'll let you know. <laughs> please do. Let us know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Boot. <laughs> I had so much fun chatting with her. Yeah, no, she was really cool. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've known Dusty for a long time. Was that your first time meeting her? Yes, it was. I, I love her. What was your first impression of Dusty? She just seemed really sweet. Um, <laughs> she's very, very earnest. I don't. <laughs> she is very earnest, like, and in such a, a a funny way. Dusty is one of those people who like. She can say something and it's like, I don't always think she's trying to be funny. It's just like she says something so plainly genuine that it like comes off as funny. And, uh, and that's not to say that when she wants to be, she's not also funny. But I think she has that quality where it's like she's just so she is so honest and says whatever is on her mind. Uh, and that's one of the many, many things I love about her. I'm really glad we got to have her on the podcast because her stories were very creepy. Yes, they were. I can't imagine, like, what it must have... <laughs> you all got to hear my uh, my ringtone. Uh, I can't imagine what it must have been like to have been, like, at that moving site the night they were moving. Yeah, no, that sounded that sounded extreme. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how I would have reacted to the idea of things being thrown at me. Um, that would have been a first. Yeah, things being thrown at me is like that's like a step too far. <laughs> yeah, because like, we had things because we've talked about on the podcast before. Like, we have never had things 
thrown at us that I can remember. We did have like like that oscillating fan story where it like turned on by itself and moved or like we've had things where we like put them down and they they moved somewhere else or we've been followed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's happened. That's the creep. I think if I'm being honest, that's probably one of the creepier things that uh ever happened to me in that house. <laughs> yeah. So I I definitely uh I have a lot of sympathy and empathy <laughs> for Dusty Ray Bottoms. I do hope we can get her on the podcast again. And I do hope it's because she has a ghost in her house. <laughs> <laughs> I can I'm sure plainly she say she appreciates that. I'm sure she doesn't. But uh I I love Dusty so much. I hope she gets haunted to fuck <laughs> just uh, calls me and is like my god what did you do on that Skype call <laughs> uh, I do I love her very very dearly and I'm so so glad that we got to have Dusty on the show today um, and I hope one day we can get Mark on you've never met Mark her <laughs> husband but Mark is again one of just like the sweetest um, you can follow Dusty uh, on Instagram and Facebook it's Dusty Ray Bottoms um, and I, I believe she has a Twitter as well. And you should also follow Mark if you are a drag queen or someone who is interested in having styled hair because Mark is a wig stylist. He, he has a, a page called Wigs by Mark and um, it's M-A-R-C, Wigs by M-A-R-C. And it's all one word. Um, you can find him on Instagram. I love them both to death. I do hope we can go out and visit them in Indiana. One of these days, like when all this nonsense is over, <laughs> I want to do a My Spooky Gay uh, national tour where we just like <laughs> go around the country and like visit spooky places and record podcasts in the spooky places. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. I would fucking love that. <laughs> and that is trademarked. You're welcome. No one can do that. <laughs> So don't get any ideas. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation we got to have with Dusty. Uh, I love Dusty and hope she will be back. Um, and that's really it. Let us know if you guys have any questions about it, because I'll be happy to forward them to her. Uh, uh, and that's really it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have new mini, mini microsodes coming out on Patreon on Monday and a new episode coming out next week. So until then, stay spoopy and remember. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Never Loved Ya by Dusty Ray Bottoms 2018. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions.